This is Jason Christoph for Podcast 45. It is August 18th, and we're just going to review some, some points today to help people get through what's coming and help them understand exactly what's going on. I mean, if people would be just as interested in investigating their corrupt government instead of complying, we would be out of this mess by now, but we have basically many agendas folding into one big agenda. If you'll notice, the men are complying the most. (laughs) And you don't see any men sort of getting upset or pushing back. The men I know, I mean, they couldn't put the masks on fast enough. They, they're afraid of the invisible, you know, they were, they do exactly what they're told. And that, to get the men like that, it's not really their fault. There's a very, very long agenda with feminizing the men. And I just don't mean, you know, making them weak, but that is definitely part of it. But if there are strong men, and there are some strong men out there, number one, the strong men are corralled into government positions and into sports. And what sports teaches is compliance to the coach. And that primes the the strong males to, once they're outside sports, to pretty well look for the coach for life, which is basically the government or some big corporation. So that's what's happening to a lot of the strong men, but they are putting chemicals like atrazine. Atrazine is the third leading, um, the third most popular pesticide in the North America, definitely in the United States. It was uh, investigated by a professor at Berkeley University. His name was Tyrone Hayes. And atrazine would feminize the the male test animals. And, of course, Tyrone Hayes reported that to Sergenta, I think, was the manufacturer of that pesticide. And, of course, they just removed his funding and (laughs) buried his research because this is how this control grid has been operating for a lot longer than anybody believes is we're only told lies and all the truth is definitely buried but we have we have a lot of men out there that are just pussified i mean they they're females they and they don't understand their role in the tribe they don't understand their role as males in the society as protectors as warriors they think they're compliant and you know their their body fat contents their height their strength their their ferocity their bravery their courage it's all being removed for the most part and a lot of it's social conditioning given the way the subconscious mind works and you know you have this acceleration of female power like supergirl and then you have weaker superheroes or you have weaker male um, characters. Like even in something like Bird Box. I don't know if you remember that. That's just coming off the top of my head. Uh, Sandra Bullock's Netflix suicide subconscious mind program called Bird Box. But all the males were sort of portrayed, uh, most of them anyway. Especially the white males. The white ma- Definitely the white males in the bird box were portrayed as weak and uh, manipulative and self-centered and uh, the main one uh, played by i think it was john malkovich he's a trump supporter <laughs> basically just look in film 
look in, in TV shows, the strength is in the female and the males are portrayed as weak. Now, does that affect the behavior? Oddly enough, from what you haven't been told, if you go to a psychology department, they will tell you that your behavior is 94 to 97% controlled by what you see. And that what that means is if you are exposed to images or symbols and emotional imprints where the males are portrayed as weak, all the males will pick that up and act that out. That's just the way the subconscious mind works. It literally scans the environment looking for very similar. It's learning from the environment in such a way that it wants you to fit in and be safe. So if you're in, if you're a male and all you see is weak males portrayed on the TV, if you see those weak males and they're portrayed on the TV, you will sort of act that out basically because your subconscious mind has decided that you live in a weak male tribe and the most dangerous role to play in a weak male tribe is to be a strong male. This is how your subconscious mind works. This is how your behavior is manufactured on your behalf. You don't control your behavior. The environment does. The people who rule you know this. So whatever they want you to be, whatever they want you to think, how they want you to act out, they put on the screen, they put on print media, and unfortunately, the way the subconscious mind is work works, you don't have a choice in that. So let's give a little update beyond the weak men who are complying and bending a knee and, you know, playing identity politics and wanting to suck hard on the government tit, and they're going to be sucking hard on the government tit all the way to the concentration camp if they don't awaken soon. And you can see throughout history, you wonder, well, how did they get into the camp? Why didn't they do anything? Why didn't anybody save the Jewish people? Well, because you don't understand how propaganda works. You don't understand how mind control works. Mind control is basically, it's not a zombie drooling, moaning with its arms out straight. A mind control victim acts out what they see without any sort of logical or rational analysis. And the more fear someone's in, the more they they remove rational or logical analysis. So basically in pre-World War II Germany, They portrayed the Jewish people and the dissidents and people who spoke against the government in the same way that they're pre-framing COVID infected right now. And then they're portraying that the COVID infected people, the breath is bad, put a mask over their mouth because the breathing is bad, stay away six feet because the breath is infective. The the breath is going to infect you, keep people from traveling because they can infect each other. It doesn't matter if it's the plastic barrier at the grocery store or six-foot distance or mask wearing or shut the businesses down or curfews. It's all meant to mind control and control the environment. So anybody watching all these sort of procedures and and warnings and policies, the subconscious mind goes, oh, I get it. I completely get it. The humans are a threat to each other. And then it's not so hard to move that person with that subconscious mind over a couple lanes of traffic to where some of the people say, you know what, 
their breath is dangerous. It's better if they don't breathe. And what happens when humans don't breathe? They die. And that's, you know, that's for your health and safety. We're going to take these people into the camps. They're infected. And uh, we all know that, you know, the more they breathe, the more dangerous it is for everybody. So let's, uh, let's take volunteers. That's how it's going to go first. Let's take some volunteers who would like to stop breathing for everybody's health and safety. Everybody that's watched some kind of hero movie or Star Wars or Avengers and everybody wants to be a hero. You get people volunteering and they'll celebrate them, you know, put the, put them to the guillotine maybe or give them some kind of lethal injection and everybody will cheer. And that positive reinforcement can just, you know, can just whip this... <laughs> It's moronic frenzy into an inferno. The people who know to rule us already know this about us. They know guaranteed that you can trick humans to kill themselves. And if you don't think that's true, look at a kamikaze pilot. What do you think a kamikaze pilot is? World War II Japan, the people in, in that neighborhood or that culture see all the other pilots getting adorned and positively reinforced because that's all it takes, folks. That's all it takes to fool the subconscious mind into doing illogical and irrational things. They say, hey, just, hey, you know, Jim, pretend there's a guy in Japan and pre-World War II called Jim. They say, hey, Jim, all you have to do is X, Y, and Z. And then everybody's going to love you. And everybody, you know, they're going to give you that safety and security that your subconscious mind craves. And all you have to do is get in that plane, load it up with bombs, and then drive it into enemy uh, boats. And the subconscious says, I'd love to be popular. And that's how the subconscious mind works. It's always seeking safety in the herd to go along, to get along, to be respected by their peers and given safe passage because everybody likes them. But what our, sub, what our human farmers re- realize is that, yeah, you can figure out the neuroscience, figure out the behavioral science. And yeah, there's a part of the subconscious mind that's not logical or rational. will follow absolutely anything. Is it rational or logical? to inject needles full of documented poisons into you under the premise of making you healthy? Of course not, but you can trick people to kill themselves. Like kamikaze pilots, you can trick people to circumcise their male infants and cut off 30% of their penis without any anesthetic. You, You can literally do, you can make humans do whatever you want to do if you know the very simple tactics of mind control, which is uh, reward and punishment systems, reward the behavior you want, punish the behavior you don't want, and make sure when you reward the behavior you want, you want to endorse it with celebrity and perceived authority and regalia and lots of promotion and fanfare and limelight. And the human will do anything and if it if you know if you put enough regalia and promotion and celebration behind people volunteering to kill themselves because they're the breath's full of covid and it's going to kill everybody you're going to see millions of people volunteer because there's a part of the mind that would rather be people's friends 
for 24 hours and then be dead for the rest of their life. And the people who rule us have researched this part of the brain to no end. So why don't we go ahead and tell you exactly what's really going on here. We have food shortages coming. What you might need, want to do is start really stocking up on the foodstuffs that you use on a regular basis. Get a chest freezer, like I've said before. But what they're doing to disrupt the supply chain is, of course, testing. They're going into food manufacturing facilities, more so at this point, animal facilities. So cattle and chickens, they're trying to shut off the meat supply, the egg supply, and the dairy supply. Now, the reason, there, there's reasons for all of it. Now, how they're doing it is they're using the fabricated and fake uh, RT-PCR test. It's the test they use for COVID. It's not even a test. The man who invented it, Kerry Mullis, it, it's a process. It's not even a test. And the inventor who died last year, he won the Nobel Prize for Science in 1993 for the RT-PCR test. And he came out uh, during the AIDS and HIV issue and said, please don't use my process to test anybody for any disease. I see you're, you're using it for HIV. Please don't do that. It doesn't have that capability. And of course, he said it has no capability to detect any pathogenic disease, any disease whatsoever. And this is the same test they're using for COVID. And they're using it for COVID because it has no reliability whatsoever. Sort of half the time it can give um, a pass and half the time it can give a fail. So they're marching into these meat manufacturing facilities, testing the people. They know they're going to get people to fail the test and then they're shutting that down and the reason they're doing that too is because males become very aggressive when they eat meat they become very strong and they add muscle tone again it's an attack on the males and you know the veganism and vegetarianism is part of that the vast majority of males become more male when they eat grass-fed, not, not factory-farmed, grass-fed, clean, wild meat. And Bill Gates is well. I mean, what part of this agenda is Bill Gates not involved in? Bill Gates is also involved in big companies that is trying to get fake meats made of vegetables pushed on the public. And he's trying to position himself financially so that when he shuts down all the meat manufacturing, people go to his fake meat. But it's full of soya and other poisons that make males especially weak and prime them to have female traits. So these food shortages are coming. You should definitely be aware that they're working behind the scenes, going from food manufacturing facility to food manufacturing facility, bringing in the fraudulent RT-PCR test invented by Carrie Mullis. Again, it's not a test, it's a process. You're guaranteed to get fails wherever you put it out, and they're targeting food manufacturing facilities. One of your human farmers' favorite euthanasia uh, tactics is starvation. They like to use it during the winter. They like doing, they did that in Russia and Germany and Poland and anywhere where, you know, you're going to freeze to death 
if you're out on your own, you don't have food, you don't have fire. So understand who you're dealing with. This is a very old death cult. And when I say it's a death cult, do they really like death? Do they honor it? They honor death because they know it gets them what they want. Like if you uh, want to take $100 from some guy on the road, you can say, give me the $100, he will say no. You can put a knife to his throat and he will say yes. So that's what the death cult knows and that's why the death cult honors death because they're well aware that the easiest way to get your way is to invoke and legalize violence on the other person and kill them if need be. And the violence doesn't really need to be done to too many people if you just you know give someone the guillotine in the town square every year so it, it is a death cult in that way where they honor the death the death cycle in regards to sort of accelerating it that gives them power when humans are, are you know subject or witness to violence on other humans or the death of other humans they willingly give up their power and um, there's actually, they've shown that there's actually an energy transfer and a testosterone transfer to the males that are organizing the violence or the death. So that's why you're really involved with the death cult at this point. I, I put up an article, I think it was yesterday or this morning, about the banks in Australia. They're shutting down a lot of ATM machines and they're actually closing banks. And one of their weapons is they don't really want you to have open access to your own funds. And they're targeting seniors who don't really want to work um, online. They don't want to do their banking online. They're more face-to-face -face people. They're more human, and they want to take away the humanity of face-to-face -face human interactions. They're starting to shut the banks, and they want everything to go cashless, so that they can track you everywhere you go so you can't make any clandestine transactions and potentially buy a, you know, a black market machine gun. But of course, you can always use certain cryptocurrencies and go on the, on the dark web. I think it's called uh, Tor. And you can pretty well get whatever you're looking for there. But they really want to curtail the public from using you know, cash and untraceable methods of transaction. Even Australia, someone told me they had to, they went to a farmer's market and they had to wash their cash in a bucket full of water and hand sanitizer before they paid with it. And again, that's part and parcel of the agenda that's going on right now in regards to you believing that you're bad, you're infected, the shaming of your natural human breathing, the shaming of your natural human life cycle. You're touching stuff. They're like, oh, you can't touch stuff. You're disgusting human. And you see in the agenda, you see the belief systems of the people who rule us sort of filtering down to us, trying to, they think we're disgusting. And there's reasons for that. And various ancient scriptures I put up before. I might as well put up a video in the show notes um, from Mark Passio. I'll put that up. So you understand that the people who are in the positions of power, regardless if, it, regardless if it's true or not, 
uh, don't consider themselves fully human. They consider themselves blood lineage to sun gods, and they consider they they really work off the historical documents that say they invented us as slaves. So, and they're disgusted with us. They don't like our breathing. They don't like us touching things. They think we're contaminated. And you see that rolling down the pyramid to us. So, you know, the cashless society is just another sort of mind control technique by which the public will always say, oh, I get it. We, they don't want us touching cash because we're dirty and we pass our germs on and then we pass COVID. So no more, no more money. Well, how many lanes of traffic are you away from? No more humans. If humans are the problem, cash won't get rid of it. The problem, the problem is you. And it's, it, they want you to believe that you're the problem, that your breath infects, that your touching infects, that you're meeting with people infects. And then, like I said, they're going to say, look, we're really sorry. You're just too infected. You got to go. And that's how all Holocausts start out and have been carried out as they say, hey, you're the problem. It's just like the religious. You're born a sinner. And like, oh, damn, that's so bad. And you walk walk in shame the rest of your life. Oh, forgive me. I'm a sinner. No self-esteem, no self-confidence, no self-worth. And the people who ruled us made up that phrase. It was a, as, as effective as, uh, yeah, you're positive for COVID. Oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry for breathing. I'm so sorry for infecting you with my breath and my touch. I'll just go put a bullet in my head and crawl in the cave. And that's exactly the lane of, lane of traffic they want you to get into every report every policy has an angle on it and the angle is the same that the humans they're so dangerous we just you know they we just got to separate them you know they got to go live by themselves or eliminate themselves they're so dirty they're so infected don't buy into it folks it's completely fake covid is proven fake and we'll put up a great video tonight by um a, a new documentary called Plandemic Indoctrination, and it was just released today that proves that COVID is, is fake on absolutely every level. And I'll also put up an um, interview by Dr. Andrew Kaufman, and he'll discuss that the death figures are inflated, that the infection figures are fabricated using the f- fraudulent RT-PCR test, that the media is lying, that the government is lying. There's nothing true about COVID. Even COVID as a virus has never even been seen under a microscope. Doesn't even exist. It's just, and you know, the average person out there watches the TV, they're like, but people are dying. What about, you you know, people are dying. There's something out there. I, I Maybe it's fake, but people are dying. There's something going on. And I'm saying, look, if if you think something's going on, why haven't you looked into how many deaths are in your city every year, 2019, 2018? Go look at the deaths in your country. Go look at the deaths in your province, like if you're in Canada. Go look in the deaths, you know. They list the deaths in 2019, 2018, 2017. And what you'll see in Canada... 
doesn't matter what province you you analyze doesn't matter if you do the whole country in the u.s it doesn't matter if you do the whole country like three million people die every year in the u.s and in canada it's about two hundred ninety thousand every year in ontario it's like 136 thousand people die in ontario every year and yeah yes people are dying einstein yeah people are dying you know, what do you think? You live in the hall of justice. You think everybody's immortal? No, we're not immortal. We die. And people who watch the TV, who can't be bothered thinking, and that's how we got here too, is people don't want to think anymore. They're too fucking lazy. Seriously, they're too lazy. They don't want to think. Like if someone said there was a pandemic, what, you don't notice there's no one dead? You don't, like, you know, what hockey player died? None. What soccer player died? None. Baseball? None. Football? None. NBA? None. Is it a pandemic? No. And is that proof? Well, it's it's a little bit of proof. It's observational proof that contradicts what the government is saying. But if you wanted the statistical proof, you got to go toward uh, the death figures, the mortality figures for your country or your state or your province, wherever you live, and you'll see that, no, there's no novel increase in death. But there is death. Like, if you think that Betty dying down the road, indica- Betty's 90, she dies, that indicates COVID? And then the person says, well, they said she had COVID. I'm like, well, what's the test? How did they test it? Because in Canada, even in my province, they said, we're just counting any death as COVID. They documented that. They're admitting that. They're admitting that, hey, if you die now, you're just going to be uh, marked as a COVID death. What pandemic needs fake death figures? What pandemic needs fake infection figures with a fraudulent test? What pandemic needs falsified media advertising about dead people? You know, shouldn't the dead people be obvious to you? Because, you know, if I died... And if you were really afraid of a killer virus, why are you going out to the grocery store? So if you're going out to the grocery store or the gym or the hardware store, you're going to a restaurant, you don't think there's a fucking virus. You're just afraid of your government. You're not afraid of a virus. Or if you really thought there was a virus, you'd stay in your house shitting your pants. Going, oh my God, close the door, close the blinds. We're not going anywhere. And if you thought there was a killer, how many people allow their wives to go to the grocery store? What, you think there's a killer virus and you're going to let your, 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 your children and your wife go to the grocery store? With the, you're going to stay at home as a man? What kind of man are you? Because you, you're, you're a regular man. You know they're lying to you. You know the government's lying to you. You're, just, you're not afraid of the virus. You're afraid of your own government. So men out there, stop, start analyzing, psychoanalyzing yourself. If you're out there trotting around, telling people to wear a mask or telling people the six-foot distance, you're, not, you're out there. What kind of killer virus, you know, attacks people at five feet but not at six? What kind of killer virus um, can't get around plastic at the grocery store? What kind of killer virus doesn't attack people till there's 10 people in a group. Come on, people. You can use your head and you can admit, yeah, I'm kind of afraid of my government. 
Well, if you're afraid of your government, you're a prisoner. You like being a prisoner because it's only going to get worse if you don't find your testosterone. And the women as well have their role in the tribe to encourage their men to question the narrative and be a little bit more manly. If your man's a little slovenly or weak or thin, get him out there. Get him lifting some weights. Get him exercising. If he's afraid of guns, tell them you think guns are sexy. Get him punching a punching bag. Get him back to the warrior and encourage him any way you can. Sometimes it's in the female way. Reward him for showing male traits. And when he and mind control, reward and punishment. Reward him when he shows male traits, punish him when he shows female traits and point it out. Start developing real men back into the society. Recycle them back into the society. So again, in the, in the U.S., we saw some coin shortages. And we all know, like, I want you to understand the agenda. The coin shortages are for, so that the, the stores can't make change. So if you can't make change, so if I owe you 75 cents on a purchase and I can't make change, of course you're going to pay with your Interact card. Of course you're going to pay with your Visa card because I can't make change for you. And you're like, oh, I'll, ju I'll just use my card. And they want to again get rid of the cash so that they can track you and so they can control you. Now, the, the reason, too, they want you to put get all your cash on sort of above board is you might not know what's called the bail-in. You know what you know what a bailout is is that when the government makes you know criminal the government's a criminal enterprise they steal your money let's just be honest they steal your money they give it to their friends they call that a bailout because it sounds a lot better than a criminal activity and then if it's advertised right on the TV the TV watchers think it's a good idea so you know what a bailout is but a bail-in and if you look it up on the internet it's called a bail-in they want all your money in the bank, so they don't want you to have any cash, so they want you to rush your cash into the bank because eventually it's going to become worthless. I even went to the bank just two weeks ago, and I brought with me $3,000 in old Canadian $20 bills. And as I pushed it across the lady, and I, was, I wasn't putting it in the bank too, I was transferring it to a cryptocurrency account or I was buying some precious metals with it. It was going in, it was going out. The worst thing you can do is sort of leave money in your bank account at this point and I'll explain why a little later. But when I pushed those old $20 bills across the um, under the plastic that the virus can't get below or get around such as you know the plastic just blocks the virus you know right away so i pushed it under the plastic barrier and the lady said oh i don't know if you knew but the government said those 20 dollar bills are going to be worthless in 2021 thank god you brought them in because if you would have brought them in january 1st act they're not worth anything I, I, we have to give them back to you and say sorry. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't hear that in the paper. So they're trying to get everybody to rush in, bring their cash. They want the bail-in. Now, a bail-in is they just steal your money. So in Cyprus, um, it's a small country, in the, a small island country. I think it's in the Mediterranean. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, excuse me if I'm wrong on that. But th they... 
the government and their friends stole so much money, there was no money left at the banks. The, 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 the country was bankrupt. So they told the citizens, oh, they closed the banks first, and then they told the citizens, huh, anybody with a bank balance over half a million, we're going to take half, and anything below that, we're going to take like 15%. All in, and then they left the banks closed for three days. And then when they opened up, they knew people they had broken trust, and then no one would ever trust them again. So they said you could only take out a hundred euros a day, even if you had a million bucks in the bank, you couldn't even get access to it. So, folks, this is why most people are going out to cryptocurrencies, um, and they're a great investment. Let's say I had 50000 This is a realistic situation, too. Say I had $50,000 in my personal bank account. And it's been getting no interest. And it just gets whittled away. A little bit charges here, $2 here, $1 there. Well, I took the same 50000 three months ago. And I put it in the cryptocurrency market following the advice of Jeff Berwick, the dollar vigilante. If you go to his website, thedollarvigilante.com, there's three levels of membership you can enroll in. I got the top membership where I got cryptocurrency advice, I got stock advice, and I got some um, advice on gold and silver. And ever since, with that same 50000 in the cryptocurrencies that Jeff recommended, I'm already up about $18,000. So instead... Instead of the money sitting there in my bank account doing absolutely nothing, getting ready for the government to steal it in a bail-in and losing purchasing power on it all the time, I put it into a cryptocurrency account and I got uh, $18,000 in three months doing absolutely nothing. And the, the cryptocurrency picks that I've made from the advice that Jeff Berwick has given me, that... 50,000, which is now 70,000, I'm going to put in some more, is supposed to go up to about a million dollars in about 18 years, given the predictions of not only Jeff, but a lot of other people in the cryptocurrency market. And Jeff's gold and silver picks have really taken off for me as well, getting returns of 30 to 50% in only three or four months. And so if you have money lying around, number one, you can see the government's closing the banks and closing the interact machines in Australia. That's going to be coming to a country near you. They don't want you even having access to your own money to resist their tyranny. They, they're going to make, if you have mattress under your bed, they're going to make the old bills illegal. Then if you put it in the bank, they're going to try and steal it. And if they don't steal it, the inflation, and inflation is related to well, what do you think's going to inflate? Well, how about your food costs? Because they're shutting down all the meat manufacturing. And so already in the since COVID began five, six months ago, the meat, eggs, and milk prices are already up 20%. So even if you left your money inside the bank, it's getting eaten away by inflation. Let's say my 50000 went to 100000 but inflation went up. Uh, the, the cost of, of gas and food doubled. Well, then my 100000 I didn't even really make anything, did I? My, my 50 doubled to 100 but my living expenses also doubled. So basically, I maintained my spending power. And that's the advantage of investing 
wisely because in a situation where the government's corrupt and they're printing money, which devalues the money that's in circulation, you always have a resulting inflation. And given that they're, they're disrupting the supply chains of the food and trying to s- shut down the meat manufacturing, you can see that, you, you know, when your bread goes to six bucks a loaf and a pound of beef goes to like 30 bucks a pound, you're going to realize that the $5,000 in your account is only has the spending power of $1,000 last year. You're not going to be able to buy too much even though you think you have a you know an excess of you have enough money on the side it will be eaten away by your government's corrupt corrupt monetary policies let's just do one more i wanted to get into more things today but um i'll just going to talk about the uh, mail in ballots in the US there's these mail-in ballots and I haven't verified this but I saw a video where the lady was looking at her mail-in ballots in the U.S. for I would imagine the presidential election and her husband's a Democrat and she's a Republican so she got both envelopes so she got both envelopes and then what she saw is when she folded it over there was a number on the back of the envelope that said, um, it was just a number, but the the letter D was in it for Democrat. And then on hers, she was a Republican. She folded it over, licked it and sealed it, like totally sealed it the way she's supposed to. And on hers was an R on the outside of the envelope. So can you imagine... uh, Can someone tell me if that was real? I don't really... think I need to explain uh, the breaches of privacy or security or the sanctity of voting if the actual party uh, that you you favor is denoted on the envelope that you're voting with with a D or an R. I, I've seen so much fraud in my lifetime regarding election uh the electing of, of government officials that would not surprise me so i'm not verifying that or not maybe someone can um maybe comment and, and, and maybe even put up a link to the video in the comment section and tell me if that's true or not because i did see a video of it It'd be shocking if it was true so do i have any other time um well, I think maybe we'll just kind of wrap it up there. I think people have maybe have just enough information. And I'll continue with this uh, in the next podcast to try and give you a little bit of tips about what's going on and sort of how to get prepared and a bit of commentary about what's going on in the world today. And I hope you took a, away a little bit of knowledge and some extra secrets that you're not going to be getting from the mainstream media. This is Jason Kristoff signing off.